0: This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 23rd of September 2022. Presented to you this week by Sophie Powell. I'm a farm trader based in the West. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk/myfarminfo. Links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. London wheat futures rallied to their highest point since the eleventh of july this week as a result of escalating tensions between Russia and Ukraine. President Putin said he was mobilising three hundred thousand additional reserves and announced other activity that has concerned markets. The comments from Putin saw Chicago Board of Trade wheat futures rise by over 7% as the Shorts covered their positions, fearing disruption to essential Ukrainian agricultural produce exports. Meanwhile, analysts across the board are raising their Russian wheat production estimates. On Monday, the Institute for Agricultural Market Studies updated its Russian estimate to a new record high of 99 million tonnes, predicting an export potential of 47 million tonnes. Sovicon now puts the Russian crop at 100 million tonnes. By the end of last week, speculative funds had built a significant short position in the region of 40,000 contracts, 5 million tonnes, on the Chicago Board of Trade wheat futures. This was on the back of a strong dollar, recession fears, lower global demand and slowing US wheat exports. The continuing conflict in Ukraine is having a long-term impact on its wheat crop production and it seems unlikely it will offer any significant volume on the world market. This week, the Ministry of Agrarian Policy and Food of Ukraine said it sees the winter wheat planted area in Ukraine falling by at least 20% on last autumn to around 3.8 million hectares. The 2022 harvest is now complete and estimated to be around 19 million tonnes. Farmers were only able to harvest 4.6 million hectares of the 6 million hectares drilled due to Russian occupation. Ukraine's Deputy Agricultural Minister has reported that the 2023 wheat harvest could reach between 16 and 18 million tonnes, which is only half the volume of the record crop it achieved in 2020. Its domestic needs are around 10 million tonnes. There are contrasting fortunes for wheat production in South America. Argentina continues to endure dry weather and this week the Rosario Grain Exchange made further cuts to its 2022-2023 estimate, taking the total figure down from 17.7 million tonnes to 16.5 million tonnes the United States Department of Agriculture maintains the highest estimate at 19 million tonnes. However, in Brazil, the outlook is very different. Leading Brazilian agribusiness consultant Safras and Mercado sees Brazilian wheat production up to 10.935 million tonnes. This is significantly up on previous year's total of 7.745 million tonnes. Currently, Brazil imports approximately 6.5 million tonnes annually, most of which traditionally comes from Argentina. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. It has been a quiet week for Feed Barley, with complex global grain macros and uncertainty from the Black Sea region dominating the direction of the Feed Barley market. Fresh export demand remains very muted and the discount between feed wheat and feed barley has widened. The malting barley market has also been reasonably quiet this week. The domestic market looks to be well covered, especially in the pre-Christmas positions, with only merchant shorts as buyers. Malting premiums remain under pressure, which is prompting some to market barley that is borderline malting quality as feed to manage their risk. Taking a look now at oilseed rape. Rape Rapeseed markets have closed out to the week £10 per tonne higher than where they started on Monday. This is down to two primary factors. Escalating tensions in Ukraine and fears for a smaller than expected Canadian crop. The situation in Ukraine is becoming more volatile as President Putin has implemented a referendum in the eastern areas of Ukraine with high Russian occupation. This has raised concerns that Black Sea corridors will be affected and exports into Europe will be limited. The Canadian canola harvest is being followed with interest after early reports of lower-than-anticipated yields. Subsequently, Matif futures were boosted and closed €25 per tonne higher on Thursday. This is a developing situation that the trade will be watching closely – However, at present, the Canadian harvest continues to progress steadily with expectation of a crop at 19.5 million tonnes. Otherwise, the rapeseed market feels well supplied going into the winter period, with continued trade of Canadian and Australian supplies into Europe becoming available at the end of this year and into next. Moving on to pulses now. As more feed beans are being marketed for October and November, we are seeing values fall in comparison to wheat futures. This demonstrates that there is little demand currently for feed beans at their current levels. Predicting a return of demand is difficult, but exchange rates always play a role. A weaker sterling against the dollar would make importing mid-range proteins the more expensive option for compound feed buyers. There is still minimal demand for human consumption beans, despite weaker sterling, And given more aggressive pricing from the Baltic and Australia, there is less chance of seeing that demand return in the short term. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. It has been another quiet week in the fertiliser markets as favourable weather sees growers busy drilling crops. The urea price has firmed in the UK once again, which is mainly due to current exchange rates. Ammonium nitrate prices have also firmed, which is due to the limited nitrogen options that are available and accessible within the UK. Many European factories that produce ammonium nitrate are still closed as a result of high gas prices causing material supply issues. However, Sustain is still very well priced against ammonium nitrate and offers an attractive alternative solution. Currently, the UK's only means to source ammonium nitrate products is via import, but these options are expensive in comparison to sustain on a cost per kilo basis. Polysulfate is another good value option as a sulfur source, especially for growers who have bought straight ammonium nitrate to fertilize their crops. The energy price cut may have an impact on operations for UK fertilizer manufacturers in the coming months. In the meantime, please speak to your Frontier contact for the latest advice and recommendations. After several weeks of most UAN suppliers running a POA position, this week, saw suppliers announced fresh offers on UAN for both autumn and spring delivery. Pricing is available on all grades across the portfolio, however, tonnages are limited. These new levels show a sharp price increase on previous offers as European UAN supply remains impacted by reduced production at manufacturing facilities. Suppliers therefore continue to source from further afield, which incurs additional freight costs and varying vessel size availability. This limited tonnage offers growers who have secured a percentage of their tonnage for this season the opportunity to cover additional requirements especially as cropping is confirmed and cereal drilling continues in some regions. Once these offers are sold, we expect to move into a prolonged POA period before additional volumes are sourced by suppliers. Demand for phosphate and potash remains steady, while growers are drilling and prices remain stable. With huge amounts of straw baled over harvest, it is advised to replace the nutrients that have been removed to ensure a profitable crop next year. Even at current prices, replacing lost PK is an economical choice. Please speak to your Frontier contact for up to date pricing. This was Frontrunner for weekending Friday, the 23rd of September. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch with us by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.